You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting episode of the Triple Name Sports Show. This is your college edition, and I'm your host each and every week, Aaron Lynch-Kelly. And to my left, my partner in crime, you're Jack of all trades, El Jefe Loco. And uh, we're just going to go ahead and get right into it. School is back in session. That means West Virginia State University Athletics is back in action. And I cannot wait. You know, Thursday cannot come soon enough when the West Virginia State University Yellow Jackets take the road. Opening up the season on the road in Fairmont, taking on the uh, Falcons in the opening Thursday night game, and it's going to be one of the game of the weeks. And so that's that's huge. It's exciting for me. Yeah. And I and and if I'm this excited as a broadcaster of the game and a fan of the sport, I can only imagine how how these uh, players are feeling getting to open up the game. You know, the Thursday night game was always I always like playing at night. Yeah, I, I've I've always been real privy to 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 playing at night anyway. I mean, it has a different feel to it. One, you're not underneath the beaming sun. You're underneath the lights. It's like it's like a NASCAR night race. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's almost like surreal too. Like you're out there at night and you're in, and like you said, you're underneath the lights. It's a little cooler. It's a little more friendly to the big men. You know, the offensive and defensive linemen. So that that's always a plus. Yeah. Um, but jumping right into the show, um, the we're gonna start off with some WVSU news, and I will go first. And just like if you've listened to any of our shows before, we will alternate. Uh, WVSU News, we have a quartet of women's tennis players honored for an academic achievement. Four members of WVSU's women's tennis squad qualify for the Intercollegiate Tennis Association All-Academic Team for 2014 and 2015 school year. The team also qualified for the ITA All-Academic Team, which requires a cumulative GPA of 3.2 for the year. This is the eighth time in 10 years that that's happened. That right there is huge. The fact that, you know, that's consistency that these uh, young ladies are not only just beasts out there on the court, but they are, you know, they're in the classroom too. They're hitting the books hard. And they're, you know... It's not like they're taking easy majors. Either. Yeah, no, they're like pre-med, bio, like they're not... It's You're definitely right. It's not uh, just a cakewalk. It's not basket no. basket weaving 101. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just, just congratulations to Coach Sims um, putting together a solid team both on the court and in the classroom. Um, and, you know, they had... The, the players that were honored were senior... Um, Diana Cotteros and Charlotte Sandy, and then freshmen Brooke Campbell and Brenda Kumpa. And also to not be outdone, the men's team um, also had a player qualify, and that was freshman Caleb Starkey. So again, congratulations to all those student-athletes. Um, it's it's a tight rope that they have to walk being a student-athlete because you got you know, you got your games, you got practice, and then you got your training sessions, and if you get hurt, you got to go see the trainer, and then you got, you know, just they're being torn and pulled in so many different directions. It's, it's definitely a struggle, and, you know, Kudos to them. Dates for the second annual Earl Lord Classic have been set and will take place November 13th and 14th. And again, pits MEC teams against CIAA teams. This year, WVSU will host Elizabeth City State University and Clown University, both from the CIAA and UVA Wines will represent the MEC along with WVSU. Friday, November 13th, 2015 at 3 p.m., UVA Wines will be facing off against Elizabeth City State University, and at 7.30 p.m., tip-off will be between WVSU and Chowan University. 
Saturday, November 14, 2015, at 4 p.m. tip-off, we'll have UVA, UVA Wise pitting off against Chowan University. And at 6 p.m., nightcap, we'll have WVSU pitted against Elizabeth State University. That's going to be a busy weekend on campus. Um, also, that Saturday, November 14th, is also the final home game of the year and the final game of the year, and it's um, it's senior day. So definitely make sure that if, if you can only make it to one game, make sure you come out to senior game game day, and then you can even take in some basketball too. So that's always that's always a plus. Um, upcoming schedules, we have, uh, of course, like I said, football is in the news, but also volleyball as well. WSU football, they tip all, or they kick off on um, this upcoming Thursday against Fairmont State University. Kickoff is at 7 p.m. Uh, last time these two teams played, FSU won 24 to 12. But the Yellow Jackets, they ranked, they racked up 457 yards of total offense, but they just couldn't couldn't find a way to get the ball in the end zone. So you got to imagine. Coach Anderson is ready to show that his team can score at any opportunity and definitely ready and willing to score. And hopefully we'll have a, a good game and West Virginia State University will come out on top and uh, start the season off 1-0, much like they did last year after beating that long uh, that long game at Lockhaven or against Lockhaven here at home. Yeah. Nice five-hour game. Yeah, I was, I, I, was, I was engineering that game. It was very long, and I was very hungry after it. Oh, yeah. Well, at least, well, you know, like I said, my keys got locked in the studio, so I was carless for, for a day or two until I could come back and get my keys. So, yeah, it was a long day for everybody. That was, that was kind of because of me. <laughs> I wouldn't go throw you underneath the bus. It was my fault, too. Um, and then, you know, also WBSU Volleyball is, in the, is also playing, so why don't you tell the folks about that as well? November... Fourth, uh, 2015, that will be at St. Augustine University. The match begins at 8 a.m. The volleyball team is participating in the St. Augustine Volleyball Tournament to open up the season in Raleigh, North Carolina. The team resumes play later in the day against Elizabeth, Elizabeth City State University at 5 p.m. with an unknown opponent on Saturday, September 5th. The volleyball team is like road warriors because they don't have a home game until like October, October 9th, I think, yeah. is their first home game. So they're going to be... Uh, pretty much battle-tested by the time they come to defend the home court here in Institute. So that, that could be a good thing. That could be a very good thing. It, it could be a good thing, but it could be a bad thing at the same time. Yeah, the, well, also, there's nothing like playing at home, too. The energy in, you know, at, in the Walker Convocation Center is it's it, definitely... It can you get can electric sometimes. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Uh, and decided, I just kind of threw this on you. I don't think I have this in your show notes as you did to me the other day. But um, we're going to do like we did last year with the uh, Pickums, and we're just going to do the Mountain East Conference games. So this week you have, what, one, two, three, you have six games in total. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and give you my picks first, and um, I will give a little synopsis of why I think that that's going to happen. So a first game, uh, Thursday night game, West Virginia State University is taking on Fairmont State. You can call me a homer if you want to. Uh, but I'm, I'm picking West Virginia State to win this game. I, you know, I think that they, they're ready to win. I think it's a good squad, and I think they're going to they're gonna shock some people this year. I think they're going to be overlooked in a lot of games based on their record of you know, a two-win season last year and before that they didn't win a game at all. So I really think that they are going to show, you know, grow leaps and bounds. Uh, Coach Anderson commented in media day about how this is the biggest team they've had, he's had of, as to date here at Institute. I think he said there were something like 118 players on the roster. And he said he was able to redshirt players for the first time forever. So I look for them to uh, to come out and, and start the season in a, on the right foot and get a win here uh, in the conference against Fairmont State. Um, Notre Dame College versus UC. I think UC is going to win. And as hard as, for, as hard as that is for me to say, 
Um, I really look for UC to beat Notre Dame College. You know, it's a new coach in Notre Dame. Um, you know, you got they got a couple positions where they graduated key players, and they got to make sure that they're able to fill those spots. And uh, so, you know, new coach, new league, looking for UC to win that one. Um, Shepherd University versus West Virginia Wesleyan College. Uh, Shepherd, I don't think it's going to be pretty. I think Shepherd's going to come out hot. Um, you know, they were they were pretty upset they didn't get to go to the playoffs. They lost to Concord last year, so I think they're going to be taking that out on every team they can until they get to play Concord again. So my p- prediction in that game is Shepherd University. Then we have Glenville State College versus Urbana University. Again, new coach, new league. I think Glenville State, Ramon Lee, you know, we saw him in person up there when we called the Glenville State game last year, and he's he's a beast. He is a legitimate beast, and I think if he can stay healthy, he might even have, have a shot at going, going pro with how good he is. Um, Concord University versus West Liberty University. Again, I'm going to pick Concord University, even though I, I like the head coach at West Liberty. He seems like a really nice guy, really cool laid-back coach. Um, but West Liberty, you know, they're, they're known for their basketball. You know, when most people talk about West Liberty University, they're not talking football. They're talking basketball. So, uh, and, and they're going up against Concord, who, who's really good. And, you know, they made it to the national um, playoffs and until they ran into Minnesota, Minnesota State Mankato. So I'm looking for Concord to win again. Um, Tusculum College, I think it's college. Uh, they're going to be taking on UVA-wise. It's kind of a cool game. Uh, this is the first game that, UVA wise played um, when they developed their football team. They played against this college, and that was 25 years ago, 25 year anniversary. Uh, I originally picked Tusculum to win. I'm gonna pick UVA wise to win. They just celebrated, uh, I think, over the weekend. They were admitted full time in the Division Two, so they're riding high. Like their coach, like the energy he brings. You know, we saw them down here last year. They upset us uh, here at home, picking up. I think they've only won two games, one or two games last year. But I'm picking uh, Coach Dewey Lusk in the. Uh, UVA wise team to, to upset Tusculum. Without further ado, I will kick it over to El Jefe Loco to give you his picks. Of course, I'm going to pick WVSU in the Fairmont State game. As to what he said, um, this is a brand new team this year, new energy. Um, you can tell at Media Day up in Bridgeport that Coach Anderson was very serious about everything. Um, he, as to what he said, they they don't have no growing pains. Mm-hmm. They ain't got no growing pains anymore. They don't have no they don't have no room for excuses anymore. And this, you know, this team's got some, it, it's got some uh, experience underneath their, underneath their belt right now, so I'm going with them. As for Notre Dame College and UC, I'm going to have to go with UC on this one. Um, they was basically they third in the conference last mm-hmm. year, if memory serves me correctly. So, you know, I feel like that, especially with everything that's been going on in Notre, at, up in uh, Ohio at Notre Dame College, I feel like that UC is just going to come in there and show them what's up. Shepherd University, of course, Shepherd's going to win this one. I was astonished when I looked at Shepherd's uh, their head football coach's record, <laughs> and he has something like three hundred, almost four hundred wins underneath his belt. He's been doing it for a long time. Yeah, long time. He, yeah this is his, I think, thirty third or thirty fourth season as a head football coach in Division Two football. So he's got a lot of years underneath him. Uh, Western Wesleyan, you know, they're they're. They're sort of a young team as well. Not I, it's Shepherd all the way. Glenville State and Urbana. I'm gonna have to go to Glenville State on this one as well, simply because you know Urbana's got the new coach, new league, and everything. It, it, they're they're going through growing pains, just like uh, a couple other teams in the league. Concord University versus West Liberty. Do I really have to say that one? That one's going to have to be Concord. 
They are looking to repeat the conference to get back into the national championship hunt. And, you know, and from what the way they talked at Media Day, they are, they're hungry. Mm-hmm. They're, they're more hungry than what they was last year. So, you know, I look for Concord to come in there and, sorry, West Liberty, just annihilate them. Yeah. And as for uh, UVA Wines and what's the other one? Tusculum. Tusculum College. I'm about to be the devil's advocate on that one. Uh, I feel like UVA Wines is going to come in and just underestimate them. Yes, they're riding high right now, but never you, you never know until the fat lady sings. I'm calling for an upset. And what we're going to do now is I'm going to play a, a, a little clip. Yesterday I was able to join the um, the media line and, and hear from the coaches as they were getting ready for t- uh, tomorrow's game. So um, I'm going to play you a little clip from head coach John Anderson for West Virginia State University, followed up by um, Fairmont State's head coach as well. And after those, then we'll go ahead and wrap up the show. Well, number one thing is, you know, every team we play in the Mountain East Conference is is, is going to be well coached. And, you know, I know Coach Woodman will will have his team prepared. And uh, I think that uh, you hit it on the head. First games, it's – uh, especially when, when you know you have some staff turnover and, and you got new, some new coordinators, that's going to happen on both sides of uh, of the field here uh, with us and for them, and it's going to be a little bit of a feeling out contest. And um, you know, I think uh, for ours, for us, the coaching will truly begin after the, after the first series, and it's a game of adjustments. But uh, you're exactly right; we focused uh, on ourselves and, and, and how we're going to perform at a high level, how we're going to react when we get stuck in, a, in, a, in an adverse situation. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a matter of, uh, uh, of adapting once we see how things go. But, uh, you know, our focus, like you said, has been truly been on ourselves. But I know that uh, we're going to face a well-coached team when we get up there Thursday night. What about some of the challenges that West Virginia State might present? I know going from one year to the other, it's very difficult to scout. But what are you expecting from the Yellow jack- Jackets? Well, Coach Anderson does a great job the first game of the year. Uh, you know, if you look back, uh, they've, they they should have won uh, the first one, and they won the first game last year. Uh, I, I think they're going to be extremely well prepared. They have a, a new staff on offense, so uh, I expect a little bit more, uh, I don't know if enthusiasm is the right word, but, uh, you know, we know they're going to be here and they're going to be ready to go. and. Uh, I think they did a pretty good job recruiting. You know, they bring in uh, some JUCO defensive linemen that uh, are good players. So uh, I think it's going to be a real challenge. I mean, I, I know that um, they're going to be well prepared. They're going to be ready to play, and we just got to be ready to match it and, and you know see what happens. Right, and for the final minute of the show, we will be doing the uh, Mountain East Conference Minute. This is where we'll have conference news, players of the week, notable upsets in the league, and you know just things of that general nature. Basically, anything Mountain East Conference that we couldn't shove anywhere else in the show, it's going here. And this is going to be a bit longer than a minute. Yeah, and, and some, some days it won't be that long, but today it's going to be a little, definitely longer than a minute. Um, starting things off first, we're going to have a new hiring in the Mountain East Conference. Uh, the MEC announced the hiring of Claire Horning as the Director of Internal and Championship Operations. Horning, a native of Cleveland, Ohio, comes to the MEC after spending the last two years as the operations coordinator of the Corporate Work Study Program, or the CWSP, at St. Martin de Porres High School. She coordinated daily transportation for students along with payroll and orientations and supervised events and pre-employment requirements for 125 companies. She also served as a liaison between the CWSP and business and administration, or and admissions offices, excuse me, in addition to serving on the school's leadership team. 
Horning carries on the family tradition of athletic administrators. Both her father and grandfather played big roles in the National Association of Collegiate Directors of Athletics, or the NACDA. Her father, Brian, currently serves as the NACDA Director of Membership Services, and her grandfather, Michael Cleary, founded the NACDA some 50 years ago. So, you know, just congratulations to, to Claire Horning, and uh, it's good to see that she's getting to carry on that, that family tradition. Yeah. And we're going to go ahead and give you, um, right now, 2015 preseason polls, and this obviously it's for fall sports. They haven't released, you know, the, the winter sports or the, or the spring sports yet. So the first story up will be football, and I will give that to my co-host here. We have number one, of course, Concord University. Coming in at number two, we have Shepherd University. Coming in at number three, we have University of Charleston. Then we have Glenville State College. West Liberty University. Number six, we have Notre Dame College. Number seven, we have Western Wesleyan College. Fairmont State University. Our own Western State University. At number 10, UVA Wise. And to round it all up, we got number 11, Urbana University. And for the women's soccer preseason poll, we have Notre Dame at the top spot, followed by University of Charleston, West Virginia Wesleyan at number three. Then we have a tie at four with West Liberty and Shepherd. Then in the sixth spot, we have Concord, seven, Willing Jesuit, number eight, Urbana, number nine, Fairmont State. And then we have the 2015 MEC men's soccer. We have coming at number one, University of Charleston, number two, Notre Dame College, Urbana University, West Virginia Wesleyan. Willing Jesuit University, Concord, and to round it all up, at number seven, we have Shepherd University. Coming up now, we have the 2015 MEC Volleyball preseason poll. Top spot, Willing Jesuit. Number two, Fairmont State. Three, Shepherd. Four, Urbana. Number five, West Liberty. We have a tie at sixth with Concord and West Virginia Wesleyan. Number eight, we have Charleston. Nine, UVA Wise. Ten, Notre Dame. Eleven, West Virginia State University. And number 12, we have Glenville State College. Then we have men's cross, uh, women's cross, cross country, excuse me. We have coming in at number one, Western Wesleyan College, Will and Jesuit University, University of Charleston, number four, West Liberty University, number five, Fairmont State University, number six, Notre Dame College, number seven, Concord University, UVA Wise, Urbana University, Glenville State College, and to round it all up, at number 11, we have Western State University. And it must be something in the water up there in um, Buchanan, where West Virginia Wesleyan is, because the women's are also, or the, sorry, the men are also atop the uh, 2015 preseason polls. Uh, they're tied in the top spot with Willing Jesuit. Then at number three, we have Concord. Then another tie at four with University of Charleston and UVA Wise. Then a tie at sixth with West Liberty and Notre Dame. And then in eighth place, we have Fairmont State, nine. Glenville State, and rounding out the, the, the rankings, we have number 10, Urbana University. And, and that's going to do it. Um, like I said, it's, it, it's not always going to be that long in the, um, in the Mountain East Minute. Today it's a little longer. We wanted to go ahead and get you up to date on the preseason polls. Um, definitely, it's going to be an exciting weekend uh, for college athletics. You know, it's the start of Division One football. It's the start of Division Two football here in what the Mountain East plays. And, you know, there's a full slate of games. On Thursday night, There you have two games. You have West Virginia State taking on Fairmont. Then there's also University of Charleston uh, and their game against Notre Dame College. So, you know, definitely go out and check out your local college if you can. It's it's not only are you helping the university out by, by you know, paying for a ticket, you're also, you know, showing the athletes that, that the community's invested in them. And that that's really important. Um, and that's going to do it here on the Mountain East um, or on the West Virginia State University uh, College edition of Triple Name Sports Show. 
You can follow us on Triple Name Sports Show on Twitter. You can follow myself, Aaron Lynch Kelly, on Twitter at PageantDad88. You can follow me at Loco on Twitter, 95. We're also on Podbean. Uh, you can find us on there searching Triple Name Sports Show, as well as the Mopcast Network. There's a whole list of shows on there that are, uh, are really entertaining. They've got something for everybody, whether you're a movie buff, comic buff, Star Wars fan, sports fan, whatever your taste is, they have something there for you. Definitely check them out. They're on Podbean as well. Find them on Facebook. You can find them um, just, just about anywhere on the Internet. They're on almost every social site. Uh, so, again, thank you for tuning in, and uh, we will talk to you next week. But before we go, go State! Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.